But I told y'all a few weeks ago we was going to talk about the ten virgins. And I know Brother Murphy did, went over this. I didn't know he did until after I decided I was going to do it too. Well, the Lord decided because I've been chewing on this thing for a good bit now. Really, ever since I got hurt, I'd spend some days and some time in those days just, just chewing on it. You know, there's going to be a time that we go to heaven, and it's not far off. I told you all that the other week. I believe that it's right at the door. It's time. There's so much going on in this world, I just don't see how God can, can wait. I'm not going to tell you it's going what day it's going to be, because no man knows that. The Bible tells us that. Jesus said only the Father knows. But I can tell you this, if you look at the signs of the times, I mean, we look and see a storm coming up, we go and get our stuff in, right? We start heading for higher ground. We start heading into shelter because the storm is coming, right? And it's the same principle that we see what's happening around us today, particularly in our nation. A lot of us don't know what's going on on the other side of the world, but I can tell you there are things going on everywhere. And so we best be ready. Now, the Lord Jesus gave us a parable, and before I even start this, I'm going to tell you, I, I've told you all, be careful about researching and, 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 and uh, what's those books called, uh, commentaries, because the commentary is going to lead toward whatever that person or maybe his beliefs are in whatever organization he's with, you got to be careful with that. But I do that upon occasion. Now I want to tell you this, I heard a fellow teach this, or I didn't hear him, but the notes was that the, that the virgins that were, were not ready, the ones that were foolish, were actually unbelievers. I happen to not think that's right. And you can come to your own conclusions. There's another guy who has been very, um, been on TV, uh, for 40 years, this man has had a wonderful ministry. I, I, I glean a lot of stuff out of the notes and stuff. But in 40 years, he never, unless somebody never wrote it down, that's all I got to go by, never touched this subject. Because touching this subject means there's something wrong with our doctrine. And I'm going to leave it at that. I told you, I'm not a denomination batcher. I'm going to let the Lord handle what he's got to do. He has plenty of grace and mercy, and we're going to leave it at that. So what I preach to you this morning, I pray that you'll let the Holy Ghost come into your heart and do something in your life today that is going to make us ready. So let's start reading in Matthew chapter 25 and verse 1. We're going to go down to verse 13. It's pretty simple, but this is whenever they've been asking Jesus about when is the sign of his coming. He gives them a whole bunch of examples in there. This is one that I'm looking at, and, and, and it's, just, it's just been burning in me for a while. Maybe it's just for me. Maybe it's for me and some of you or all of you. I don't know. But there's coming today that the Lord is coming back. So he said, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. And those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they, slumbered and they all slumbered and slept. And a midnight cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. 
And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our, oils, our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready, everybody say ready. That was good. Y'all did good. Went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards, other, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly I say unto you, I do not know you. Watch. Everybody say watch. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Could be today, am I right? Could be next week. Could be six months from now. Could be six years from now. I don't know. Things are getting tough though. The love of many are growing cold. It's hard for brothers and sisters in Christ many times to not fall apart. Can I tell you something? If Christ is in the center of it and the Holy Ghost is in you, you're going to work out what you got. Amen? Come on now. We're, we're talking about virgins that are ready and virgins that are not. I don't have to talk to them. Oh, yes, you do if, you go, if they're saved. And, and, and by the way, you and I don't have the right to sit here and say who's saved and who ain't. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Am I saved? You're right. Because none of us really knows. Only the Father knows. He knows who's saved. Now, we can see the fruit, but we're going to find out that, that there are some who, who know how to play the game. And... and but he, he's talking about lamps here. And, and when he's talking about the oil, that's a reference to the Holy Spirit. That he is in us. That's where the light comes from. You take a Christian who will never talk about his faith. You take a Christian who does not know the Bible and cannot tell someone what they need to hear at whatever moment. By the way, they won't hear the unction of the Spirit to do it at that time. They have no light. There is no light shining. But the ones that are filled... You're not browbeating people, but you don't have a problem sharing where you stand. You'll let people know, I am a Christian, I love Jesus Christ, and I'll follow Him. Throw me in jail if you need to, you can kill me if you want to, but I'm standing with Jesus. Now that is the difference. A person that is filled with the Spirit will be someone who just can't wait to read on the Bible. We don't use the excuse that, oh, well, I can't understand it. If you will pray and fast and call upon the Lord, the Helper, who is the Holy Ghost, will come and He will teach you all things. You got something you don't understand? I had revelation come this morning reading over these notes. I've been chewing on this for three months now, four months, ever how long ago it was I got laid up. And so... This is living word, as Brother Murphy said. It's all, you're always going to get something fresh out of it. You're going to get something new out of it. If you just keep reading and you keep seeking God, you're going to get something new out of it. But the bridegroom that is referred to is Jesus. The church is his bride. And that means every believer. And he's the bridegroom. But five of them were wise and five were foolish. And the foolish ones, they didn't have any oil in their lamp. They were not spirit-filled. They have been taught not to seek to be spirit-filled. I know this is tight. But I read a scripture to you last week, I think it was, maybe Sunday night, 
that he gives good gifts. If we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will the Father give us the Holy Ghost? The best gift of all. You give me a million acres of land if you wanted to and a log home with 1,800 rooms, it's not as good as the Holy Ghost. Because he is the one that lives in us. He is the one that helps us. He is the helper. He will, he will let us know when something's going on that we shouldn't be. He says, no, I don't walk there. And I'm not going with you there. He is the one that puts conviction on our heart. Not condemnation, but conviction. He's the one that will help us through. He will lead us to the Scriptures. He will lead others who are filled with the Spirit. In a conversation, may say something that you needed to hear that will help with whatever mystery you had. That's God doing it. You didn't show up this morning just by chance, by the way. Did you know that? Oh, well, we've got to go to church. You didn't show up by chance. You showed up to hear this message. You showed up to come and to worship the Lord. Everybody say hallelujah again. Let's wake up. But the wise, they had all in their vessels. But if you notice, when the bridegroom uh, uh, was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. I think that's another sign for us for when Jesus is coming. Because right next, we're going to find out that He came. You remember the disciples. The disciples, when they went to him in the garden to pray, just before they captured him, right? They couldn't stay awake for one hour to pray. He'd go back to them. They'd be snoozing again. And he'd say, what, you can't stay awake and pray with me one hour? What'd they do? He goes off and prays again, and that tells them to pray. Watch. Just like he said here, watch. And they're praying. You know, you don't want to enter into temptation. He comes back and snoozing again. It was only an hour. The Bible teaches us that He is coming back. How many of us actually do believe that today? You don't have to raise your hand. You can if you want. If you don't, that's cool too. It doesn't matter. God knows what sits inside of our hearts, and many times we know what sits inside of our hearts. Many times we don't because the Bible says, He who says He's without sin deceives Himself. So we can't lie to ourselves. You do know that, right? And so we have to be careful of that. That is a part of getting filled. You see, the Holy Ghost will show us. He will, he's the one that will help us along these lines. But they all slept and slumbered. And then the midnight cry came and said, The bridegroom is coming. And all of those virgins got up and took their lamps with them. But there's something else that says they trimmed their lamps. I had to, I, That kind of stumbled me a little bit, but I got to looking at it. And, and trimming the lamp is... It could be that they decorated them, and it could be uh, to trim a lamp. And when I was growing up, you, you, you shut it down low, or you turned it off, the wick. You know how you'd work the wick down? I don't know what kind of lamps they had. I'm sure they didn't have those kind. But they had a wick that was bringing that oil up that would the, the fire would burn, which would bring light. That's what the Holy Spirit is about. He is the one that enlightens us. He gives us that light. It's the Spirit of Jesus. And we need Him. We need Him to show us. And the foolish ones, what did they do? They said, you know what? Give us some of your because we're about out. And they said, no, we can't do that unless we don't have enough. You see, right here's a good chance to look. Every single one of us is responsible for our own walk with the Lord Jesus. You don't ride on the coattails of your husband or your mom and dad or your wife 
or your family. No, you have a personal relationship and there's nothing to give. Now, I can give you enlightenment, but I can't give you what's inside of me. Only he can do that. And they tell him to go and to buy. I'm of the inclination that this is when the rapture of the church happens. When that happens, the Holy Spirit won't be here anymore. You think things are bad now? You wait till the constraining hand of God is lifted from this world. People will shoot you and they won't get in trouble for it. People will rob your house and they won't get in trouble for it. All these things, all kinds of bad things are going on with the Holy Spirit here now. He's constraining with us praying. You know, we pray because He is the one that fills us. We pray what He gives us to pray. We depend on Him to help us to pray. Do you understand that? And so what happens is, is the constraining force of God, the hand of God is here now. But once it won't happen anymore. Who's there going to be to buy from? You can't go buy something that's not there. By the way, you can't buy the Holy Spirit anyway. There was a sorcerer in the book of Acts that tried that. Peter said he was wicked. He wasn't right in his heart, but he was saved. He got saved. He started following them. He, uh, he started walking with them, but he said, wait a minute. You can't buy this. You're wicked. This is something that's wrong inside of your heart. You see, when you get saved,